coffee. Coffee is what I need in the morning, man. Coffee is what gets me up, and without coffee, there's no reason for me to go to work as a drug dealer and a drug manufacturer. And is that a fucking camera? I figured that's what Walt said when he walked into the building that morning and was getting his coffee and looked up and saw that camera just following him around the fucking building. And this. No, nah, I think it was a little bit more like I love coffee, and and he made the best coffee, but he's not here anymore. But I still have the coffee. What the fuck is that sound? <laughs> and he tried to run from the camera. What the fuck is that sound? This nigga tried to run from the camera, like the camera wasn't like uh, I'm here. I'm like Jesse, bro. I'm higher than you. So the camera's following him all over the place. And so Walt finally just flips the camera off in that mean. I mean, I don't know if y'all notice black folks, indigenous folks, Eritreans, Samoans, Asians, Mexicans. White folks have a way of flipping people off or flipping things off that is much, much more severe than any of us can. Because not only do they put the finger up, but they push it forward at people and shake it. So when Walt flipped off the camera, it was like, <laughs> he flipped the camera off the way that that little girl in Problem Child 2 shook that doll. Was that Problem Child, Brandon? 2? Where the little girl was shaking her fist? Problem Child 2. You refused to watch it. No, I'm not talking about for hindsight. I'm, I know you've seen this shit. Is that oh. the movie where the, the brown-haired little girl was shaking her fists and shit? That seems like a problem child yes. type movie. Yes, okay, yes, cool. Yes. So that's the way that's the way white people flick people off. <laughs> like their hand is just on twitch mode. Yeah. Anyhow, welcome to Blood, Meth, and Tears. That's Scar. That's Brandon. I'm Derek. What's happening? Brandon, how are you? I'm excellent, even though I'm under the desk right now. You know who else is under the desk right now? Walt. Walt got knocked down, but he got up again because you're never going to keep him down. This nigga is sitting on the side of the door. When Skylar comes and knocks on the door, this nigga is sitting on the side of the door looking at her like the way he looked at her on the side of the, the way he looked from the side of the door when he was looking out with one side shielded the part that got decked in by Mike, the way he looked was, I just think it's funny that you said. (laughs) Right. Uh, I mean, I just think it's funny that you and your friends want to. I mean, I don't have a problem with this, but. (laughs) I don't think. Oh, my God. (laughs) <laughs> is something wrong I think Walt? It's, I no think it's then just, why won't you come outside Walt I, I just think it's funny that <laughs> I just think it's funny is the worst thing ever <laughs> I just think it's funny comes, that you think it's the worst thing ever the the thing that comes after that whatever it's never good the the thing that comes after I just think it's funny that will literally fuck up your next five hours with your significant other (laughs) absolutely (laughs) there is no shorter time frame than that if they say I just think it's funny that just put your finger up and say shh shh, shh, shh." I'm gonna leave (laughs) I'm gonna leave and I'm gonna come back in a few hours and I'm gonna check in Exactly. I, I, before this gets worse, I'm sorry for whatever was funny. 
yeah. they're like, I was just gonna say, I just think it's funny that you know that show came yeah. on. Cause they because no, because they gonna they gonna get that shit off whether you want them to or not. Even if you apologize first, they're gonna get that shit off. Oh yeah, even if you try and leave, if you try and leave, it's just gonna make shit worse. Nisha's only hit me with the I don't think she's ever hit me with the I just think things it's funny. She hits me off with the you know. Exactly. You know. It's the it's the you know. It ain't though I I I think that it's funny. I just think it's funny. It's you know. Because mm-hmm. she's a Virgo. You know. Mm-hmm. You know this shit's fucked up, right? Mm-hmm. And I told her again, I had to remind her. I fucking hate talking to her and I fucking hate talking to you. Because when y'all getting y'all's feelings, y'all are deep and there's nothing I can do to pull you back out. And she'll be the one sitting in the corner with her with her chin on her elbow. <laughs> or her chin on her fist and her fist and her elbow on her knee. You know, I just think it's funny. That Walt got punched in the face by Mike and told Skyler that he got in a bar fight. It said that he would have hit her, would have hit him back, but Mike's an old man. So they hashed out their differences and now they're all good. But Walt could have totally taken if he wanted to. I'm shocked this isn't the episode where this nigga said, I'm the one who knocks. <laughs> Spoiler alert. He was so ashamed to show his black eye. Like, like Skylar don't know he can't fight. Right? Skylar's exactly. like, you been a bitch. She been she been married to you for how long? She know nigga, you can't fight. Nigga, I've been dry jerking you while shopping eBay for four years. You you been a bitch. I've been dry rubbing you for like ever. <laughs> dry dry rub. <laughs> you you been a bitch. <laughs> nigga, you come off friction now. You got a fetish now. You can't even nut unless it's painful now. That she can't, she ain't even give him the in her hands. And she, right? And, and, I'm like, not she, spitting in my hands. That's dirty. You've been a bitch. And you gonna tell me that you could have beat up this old man. I doubt it. Nigga, you like Solange and Jay-Z in the fucking elevator. You taking the L and you going down. <laughs> <laughs> that's messed up. I forgot about that. <laughs> what, when Solange beat up Jay-Z? Yeah. Mhm. Mhm. I mean, I mean, to be honest, he couldn't. He couldn't hit her back. Well, there's no way you could hit a woman, but still. So, ladies, hi. I'm Derek. Um, I like long walks on the beach. I'm a Capricorn. You know what's up. So, well, you know, a dude won't hit you back because you know they're they're stone cold gentlemen. To quote Ralph Tresvant, fucker. I wonder if anybody ever calls him Rizzo. Rizzo's also the rat from fucking. They call, they call, they call him Riz. The Muppets has a rat named Riz. I'm just going to leave that there. Um, but if you know a dude's not going to hit you because they're not, that's not their thing. You know, they've, they've been taught otherwise. Does that empower you to hit them more, to treat them worse sometimes? Like if you're in it, Y'all ain't gonna answer that fucking question. It if don't have, matter. If, if they have if they have that temperament, then the answer is yes. If they ain't nobody gonna answer that fucking question for us though. They might stare at the screen like I'm fucking Doherty Explorer, but oh shit, my nigga Peppa the Pig is on Hulu now. I went looking for that episode where she called her friend up and was like, I can't whistle. <laughs> and her friend was like, <laughs> and Peppa hung up on her ass. <laughs> Sorry. Just thought about that because that's some petty Never shit. Watched it. Me neither, because it's for little mm-hmm. kids. But I know that because it pops up on uh, Facebook every so often. But yeah, folks ain't gonna answer that question. They just gonna stare at the screen the way Puffy was staring at that uh, blonde-haired dude on the floor a couple years ago. <laughs> Take the glasses off and look at him. They staring back at you. No, white people ain't gonna get that reference. My bad. So. This nigga says that he didn't fight back and that he's okay. And they start talking about the car wash, which he still doesn't really want. Meanwhile, 
Marie, we find out that she's a stress thief. Yeah. What does that mean? That's really it. She starts she starts hawking shit from Woolworth when from Woolworth. Woolworth, Woolworth. What's that old school store called that's no longer here? It's, it's Woolworth. But I mean if you're she old, starts housing shit from Woolworth when she gets stressed out. And because Hank is being such a fucking asshole and is not trying to improve, and she's having to get money from her sister and all that kind of shit, she's stressed out and she's housing shit again from open houses. It's weird the way that works out. I mean, when you get old enough, it's Woolworth, um, the same way it's Walmart's and um, Nintendo's, Target's, and Nintendo. Nintendo. I want to call it Nintendo as a gamer, just so people will look at me differently. Um, but here's the thing: not only does she house shit when she gets nervous, she also lies for no reason. They like, "What's your name?" Is and she's like, "My name." Annie. She's got a serious problem. Burrito? What's your, what's your name? My name. Right? Yeah. My name is my name is Sinclair. Elizabeth Holmes. Shout out to everybody who got that reference. My na- yeah, because Elizabeth Holmes, you know. My name is no, I'm talking about Jeremiah Sinclair. Um John Bonet Ramsey. Nah, she she turned into Katy Perry. But yeah, she starts lying and making up whole ass life stories. So then she comes home and Hank, whose dick don't work, he thought, until she jerked him in a submission and got him out the hospital, is now watching porn. So thanks, I healed you. Right? <laughs> this nigga's watching the talkie porn, too. He is He is such a fucking asshole. So, wait, let's talk about the talkie porn. When you watch talkie porn, my nigga, and you get done, there's that moment where you still kind of watch the porn because there's still something going on, and you're just like, I don't need this anymore. Exactly. <laughs> talkie porn is the best. Like, oh, you didn't, you didn't do... Anticipation. No, you didn't, do, you didn't do the thing. What thing? Your thing that you do when you talk about stuff, stuff like this. No, I don't. The song. I don't even know what you're talking about, my guy. Now that we're done. Oh, God damn it. (laughs) (laughs) You know, that's a horrible song. It's a great song. But that nigga is literally, when you think about that song and black folks, it's 112s, now that we're done. That nigga is talking about, now that you're laying in my sperm, can we go again? In a pool of ecstasy. <laughs> oh shit! But yeah, no. Like, actually, actually, that was a it was a line in a Boys to Men song too. Uh, it, uh, uh the Ooh I remix. I, I actually, believe it. Ooh ah is all about nothing. That's yeah. that's the chorus. The chorus is literally oh 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 oh. oh. Uh-huh. Technically, technically, oh. technically, it's a represent. <laughs> technically, that's supposed to be a representation of the way that she is moaning. Yeah, that okay. How, that is not how she would sound. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I I know what I sound like. Oh, ah, uh, you're getting the oh face tonight. Oh, 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 ah, oh, 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 oh. Oh, the love I feel right next to me is here and always will be. <laughs> I don't know anything that you're talking about. Why can't we go all the way? Really? Brandy is failing a, me with you. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a fan, so I, I, I can't really continue with this. And I already got yelled at because... Nigga, I, the remix literally says in a minute we'll be finished. I mean, they were already in the middle. Of, they were already in the middle. Mm-hmm. But she brings him like all these, all these things and chips and all that, and he's like, "You didn't bring me Cheeto puffs. Don't touch me. I'm fragile. You didn't get. Uh, you know what? I just think it's funny. <laughs> you don't know me, money. Huh? I did DMX. 
Oh, you think it's funny? Then you don't owe me money. It's about to get ugly. Fucking dog, I'm hungry. His remix for that literally had niggas in the club stopping and dropping while one nigga in the back yelled out his part. My dog's gone. Yo, dog's gone. And then we gone. First we had them like, and now they like, what, baby? Black folks did the other part while I did the first part. That's dope. Thank you. So after that day's cook, Walt tells Jesse, you know, the camera's up there and it's looking at us. And, you know, fuck. <laughs> he flicked it off. <laughs> it's a violation of the workspace. Like they're not cooking meth. And Jesse's like, yeah, whatever. You want to go go-karting? And Walt's like, bitch, I drive. In my mind, go-karting is for people who don't drive. Go-karting is just a fun activity. Yeah, but it's primarily like there's a lot of places where it's like, yeah, this is dope. K1 speed. Yeah, that's dope. But if you're going to like Scandia to go on their small-ass go-kart track, that's for little kids who can't fucking drive. Same as bumper cars. You don't see adults in bumper cars unless they're driving a three-year-old around. Bumper cars and go-karts are not remotely the same thing. <laughs> no, but what I'm saying is I think they both appeal to the same audience. Those smaller, those smaller ones. I know a lot of people who still get excited about bumper cars, even as adults. I don't know about a lot of people who get excited about go-karts. Go-karts are expensive, my guy. Like, seriously. And um, unless you're going to a high-powered track, you're going like two miles an hour so everybody sees you. Um, and looking like Bowser from Mario Kart. Peaches, 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 peaches. Don't know what that song is, but I know where it came from. Um, it's Bowser singing. Yeah, okay. Um, Jesse looks at Walt's eye and he's like, hey, man, how's it healing? And Walt's like, I'm good. And Jesse's like, you know, you get used to it. And he's like, get used to what? And he's like, you get used to getting beat up. Here's how it works. You get knocked down. But you get up again. They're never going to keep you down. You go home. You drink a whiskey drink. You could you drink a vodka drink. You drink a tonic drink. You drink a lager drink. Saul is still trying to get the, the nail salons popping. Like, he's been trying to get his friend's business sold since, since. <laughs> right? For what it's worth, he's loyal to his soil. Like, he's trying to get her shit sold. And and Skylar's like, no, I want the car wash. And 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 Saul's like, why? And she's like, I, I just want it. And at first, Walt is like, nah, man, we should get out of this. And she's like, he was talking shit about you behind your back. And Walt was like, wait, what? While Saul was like, we shouldn't take, don't take it personal. And she's like, nah, shut up, Saul. What did he say about me? She knows, she knows her husband. Now she needs to, uh, she needs to appeal to his sense of pride. That nigga talk shit about you, dog. You saying all kinds of shit. He said, you sent your, he said, you sent your. He said he brought. He said you brought your bitch to the Waffle House. To the Waffle Hut. You brought your bitch. You brought your bitch to the Waffle Hut. To the Waffle Hut. And that nigga was like, "I'll, I'll appreciate you not talking about Mountain Girl like that." <laughs> Immediately, we want this one. <laughs> what do you mean? That's Mountain Girl. Brandon, I am so shocked that you haven't seen the fucking Lady Killers. And the more I think about, the more I'm so happy because J.K. Simmons is in that fucking movie. (laughs) It's fucking Mountain Girl. Huh? I've never seen it. It's on the list. It's it's great. J.K. Simmons is has a huge role in that movie. It's 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 fucking Mountain Girl. It's Mountain Girl. It's Mountain Girl. y'all been calling me a fuck up because I lost my job and meanwhile 
He brings his bitch to the Waffle Hut. <laughs> I think it basically does a sleep, but don't talk to me like that when I'm hurting Linda. Um, but... <laughs> so, so, so I was like, didn't he raise the price up to like $20 million? And Walt's like, we don't care. This is what we want. So now they're in. Marie goes to another open house and tells a lie. My name is Carla San Diego. She's a better liar than Walt. Yeah, well, they, I mean, they're, but, they're parallels. They're parallels. But also, her lying literally. Yeah, okay. So um, this time she sees a different. Uh, agent, housing agent, re- retail, whatever they're called. Realtor. She's a different realtor. It's a woman, and she's talking to her about uh, the people's house and how she likes a collection of spoons just hanging on the wall, and she uh, talks about how one spoon is really different from the rest. It's rare. And so she takes that fucking spoon, and the agent notices after she's gone that the spoon is missing. Jesse goes home after he gets done go-karting on meth. And his house is full of fucking meth addicts. Like, it made me nervous just watching it. Now I know how white folks feel when they come to uh, swap meets. I I I don't know what's going on in there, but I'm not getting out the fucking car. Like, you can go. I'm gonna stay here and protect what's mine. Um... But he's just in there surrounded by all these meth addicts and he just sits down and lights a cigarette because I guess he's a meth head too. But more than that, this nigga is suffering, suffering. Yes. Him having to kill Gail like fucking, he wasn't built for it. Somebody had told him that and he was like, all right, whatever. But he's really not. Like emotionally, he cannot deal with taking somebody's life. Absolutely. You're right. I mean, well, we knew that he wasn't equipped for this when it came to um, the, the the crack couple, the, the meth couple. Mm-hmm. I, can't, I can't remember their name. Uh, Skank and no, Splooge. Yeah, Splooge and, and, and I don't remember what he called her. I can't remember her name. I know the ATM couple. Yeah, he called her a skank and she didn't like that. Mm-hmm. But, um, Marie goes to another open house that apparently is run by, there's only like two realtors in the entire town. And she happens to run into the realtor who remembers her stealing that fucking spoon. So she goes in and tells these old people in this house another story. My name is Oprah Winfrey, which reminds me, I saw the color purple. Okay. I've never seen the color purple before I went and saw the musical of the color purple. You never seen the original? Never. Steven Spielberg, never? Never. And somebody should have warned me. Warned you about what? Nigga, have you seen the color purple? I've seen the original. I haven't seen the musical. So the color purple is about a a lady named Seeley who gets literally molested by her father. Mm Mm-hmm. Sold to a guy for like a cow to get married to him. Gets molested and raped by him when she's a little girl. Mm-hmm. Gets beaten and abused. Um, her sister gets run off because he tries to rape her sister too. Uh, her sister runs off to Africa. Uh, then she sends letters home to Seely, who her Seely's husband takes all the letters and hides them from her. So she never has anybody to reach out to. It's just a. A lot of, a lot of the, a lot of the, a lot of the abuse is not, is not in the movie. There's some, but it's not a lot, Um, but it's definitely in the book. But the the book is based on a true story. This is like a very sad movie. Until the end. Where yeah, she was like, it's, it's, yeah. she was like, I'm fitting to shave, mister. <laughs> At that point, everything changed. But before that, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, 
Um, that's in the movie. I don't. I, they probably recreated that for the, but the, but the, the, they juxtapose that fit in the shave Mister with a, uh, with an African ceremony in the movie. They did not. They did not. Okay. They just had her about to shave Mister when Suge hops out the car at the last minute because she was about to shave Mister because Suge was coming back into town. Yeah, but anyhow, shave Mister. Fit in the shave, Mister. Uh, Mister is the 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 husband. Tilly's husband. That she was having with. They, they just call him. Shave him. She was, she was sharpening a, up a, a straight blade to go and shave, Mister. Oh, she was gonna give him the straight shave. Straight. They don't show him doing that. Show her doing that. Not because she nah, saved him. She gets. She gets stopped at the last minute. Yeah. So anyway, but wouldn't that be the satisfying ending? Mm, no, no, I'm not gonna spoil it. You'll end up seeing it. No, I won't. Randy will go and watch it. She already watched it. No, yeah, I won't go see it. <laughs> so Marie goes to another open house. Says her name is Carmen San Diego, uh, from Camp Linda, and the agent from the last house is literally standing there in the background listening to her lie to these old people. That lady got a problem. Does she? She's like, you already unhoused something from the last place that I worked at. They thought I did it because I'm bigger. They were like, we know you use that spoon to eat yogurt. Just show us where the spoon is so we can wash it. And I was like, I didn't take the spoon. Shit. Shoot. I didn't do that shit. Won't you ask your sister who took it? Shit. You know what she be doing? Like, I don't even know why you asked me to do this shit. I'm I'm embarrassed for all of us right now. I'm embarrassed. Like, get the fuck out of my face, Alice. Alice. Yeah, the fuck out of my face. Also, y'all are lucky because I can't find the spoon. <laughs> oh, God. Ah, oh, shit. I forgot, I forgot about that. This reminds me of a scene from the show we're going to watch after Breaking Bad. Um, but yeah, so the she comes out after Marie and she hems Marie up because she's bigger than Marie. So Marie's like, I didn't take anything. And then she grabs Marie's purse as Marie tries to leave out because the woman's like, I called the cops. You ain't going nowhere. And Marie's like, well, then I'm leaving. And they wrestle over her purse and it breaks and a bunch of stolen items fall to the ground. Well, maybe I took a few things. Hank gets the call from uh, Marie, who's been arrested. And he's like, are you obviously, are, are, are you seriously doing this to me again? Like, Hank is so aware of, no. But he's so disconnected from her right now. No, he's aware that she's stealing again. And after all the therapy, after all the, the time that she's been clear of it, he doesn't realize what triggers it. Because he's disconnected. He doesn't. But, and what Hank is also like, he's a very, very, he's, he seems to be a very smart and very good cop, but he does have blind spots of the people that he knows. But here's the thing. The last time she was housing shit was when he was going to El Paso. Mm -hmm. Now she's housing shit because you're injured from the twins. Like, there's a correlation there. How can't you recognize that when it's your spouse suffering? I, I don't know. I why I don't hold real? Hank why? in a high regard. Why don't everybody why? else gets on Skyler? I get on Hank. No, it's true because Hank has Heisenberg right there in front of him and can't figure the shit the fuck out. Well, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, yeah, that's a gift. And and they even said it a couple of times, like when they sit down and have the conversation, like what the, the conversation they're going to have. Not this episode. It's in a couple yeah, the, episodes. The, the, yeah, the the conversation that they're going to have, and like the the money conversation with that bag, and like all of this other stuff. Like it's literally right in front of you, and he's this nigga told you the truth. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, what's in this bag? A bunch Stop, of stuff, man. I, Not I this episode. That, I thought that already happened, but okay. No, that already happened. The the 
The, oh, when he's like this bag's heavy as fuck. What's in it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that one. Yeah, yeah. Like it's like here. Yeah, it's, it's a half a million in cash. He's just like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm not even gonna take time to unzip it. Oh, yeah, but, that, but but you gotta understand. Why he knows that, that Walter the punk who would get punched in the face yes. by an old man at a bar. Yeah, why would he even think that with Walt? <laughs> because he has a blind spot and he has, there's so many things. Are like, we supposed to believe Walt is the only chemist in the entire city of Albuquerque? No, nah, because the University no. of New Mexico is there, isn't it? Yeah, so like, no, why would he assume Walt? He just knows because, he's a chemist. Because it's right in front of him. He doesn't, it, he doesn't know. it's in front of you because you watched the no, show. No. No, but it, it's no, it's right in front of him because, like, he doesn't notice that every time that Heisenberg is mentioned, Walt changes. And when he was started, when he's, uh, I can't talk about the the upcoming conversation, but he doesn't, he doesn't notice how, when, how and when that conversation changes. Like, it's there's things about this that would be like, huh, you completely changed your demeanor when this thing was mentioned. I think that's done for TV because they zoom into his face. Because because he doesn't have that. I find it funny that every time we mention this thing, all of a sudden you got an attitude problem. Yeah, that happens to me too. (laughs) (laughs) He does. He doesn't like. Hank does not have that. I find it funny. He he never gets it. I find it funny that you don't like making money. I find it funny that every time we mention something about Heisenberg, you 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 send it to change a little bit. I find it funny. Nah, I'm done with it. So yeah, I don't get it. But the homeowners are like, we ain't gonna press charges on you because you're white. If you was a Mexican though, we'd be saying get you back across that border over there. So Maria's told it's she's free to go jobs. by Hank's boss. And the, and Hank's boss comes to talk to Marie and Marie does that shaky lip shit and starts <laughs> and tells him something. I don't fucking know. Uh, Skyler's at the house because Saul's like, yo, we got to figure out some way to make Bogdan want to sell without, you know, sending somebody over to kill him or threaten him or make a deal that he can't refuse. And Skylar's like thinking about it. He will goes in and blows up uh, Walt's bathroom, by the way. He comes in holding his stomach, looking like, if you got nausea, heartburn, indigestion, upset stomach, diarrhea. Pepto-Max! Um, but she doesn't think of anything until she's at home washing Holly's bottle. And then she has a brainwave, so she better call Saul. And that leads to Bill Burr standing outside of Bogdan's um, car wash, telling him that his soap is seeping into the groundwater and that he'll have to replace the filtration system, which will cost like $250,000. The same person who brought a Boston accent to Star Wars. And Bogdan is like, yo, prove it. Tell me where you can find that out. Or tell me the laws to state that. And so we cut back to Skylar in her car with Holly on a Bluetooth, telling him exactly what he should be saying to Bogdan. I'm just, I'm not 100% certain, but I'm 92.3% certain that if somebody is starting and stopping every time they say something because they're waiting for the next line, I'd pick up on it. Would you? I I would like to think I would. Especially with something as intricate as a law where you have to repeat what they're saying line for or word for word. It's not like there's a teleprompter in front of you where you can read it. Especially with those old ass Bluetooths. When you start talking into those Bluetooths, you can't hear what they're saying. No. Which led to a whole lot of you go. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. But it works. Um, 
He doesn't get hemmed up or anything by Bogdan. He doesn't get tackled by Bogdan's eyebrows. Um, so Hanks, I, I swore, well, his friend from earlier, his detective friend from earlier, shows up at their home to see Hank, and Hank thanks him for, thank, for helping him out with Marie. And the detective says, you know, we're looking into the murder of this guy, and we like your help. And gives Hank a copy of the meth lab notebook. And Hank is like, nah, I don't need this. I'm through with that. You know, when the guy died, that pretty much closed the case for me. That's it. And dude is like, well, if you could just read over this just for S and G's, we really appreciate it. And Hank's like, all right, whatever. You could put it over there at the end of the bed. Put it on the table. Skylar is sitting there and Walt's like, what are you waiting for? And she's like, she's like, he's going to call. And Walt's like, no, he's not because I'm smarter than you and you're a woman. And is that the phone? And she answers the phone. And she's like, hey, Bogdan, whatever your last name is. Yeah. Remember when I was asking, remember when I was going to buy it for me for $879,000? Yeah, the price of the brick just went down. So I've been talking with other sellers, and it turns out I was offering you way too fucking much. Plus, I think you're kind of a dick. So I'm going to drop it down to $800,000. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Click. Walt's like, what the fuck are you doing? And she's like, I'm negotiating. And Walt's like, you got to understand that I'm smarter than everybody. And that was really stupid of you to do that. And it's been four years since you looked at me. And I just think it's funny that you made that decision without talking. Is that the phone? And she picks it up and it's Bogdan agreeing to her terms. Jesse comes back home to his crack house because that can't be just meth. Some of them niggas is double dipping. Um, And he's trying to get everybody up to party again, but everybody's fucking laid out. He's throwing crumpled up dollar bills into a passed out man's mouth. My nigga, like, I don't even know if it's dollar bills. He's just throwing bills into his mouth. Eventually, Jesse gets so bored and they're so quiet and he's starting to hear just the effects of what he did to Gail in his head that he just throws his money up in the air and yells money and these meth heads start scrambling for it. Then we see that a guy is outside of Jesse's house watching. It's, uh, yeah, ominous. Walton Skyler toasts the deal for the car wash with an expensive bottle of champagne. Walt congratulates her on a job well done. And when she learns that he spent $320 on the champagne bottle, she freaks out because on paper, they're supposed to be broke. This is how they got caught in Watergate. And he's like, can we ever be happy? Can we? Just once? I need you to drink this bottle so I can put it in your butt. (laughs) Can we be happy? Wow. That's literally what Walt would have said. He's been trying to get his wife back in bed forever. And he doesn't seem like the type of nigga who would care how it happens. Because he already sexually assaulted her once. Yes. And we don't nearly think about that enough. Mm Mm-hmm. The argument doesn't last long, though. Because, Hank, people, because people hate her so much. It, 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 like, like I said, I can understand people disliking Skylar the very first time they see the show because they're stupid and they're young. When people saw this and they were stupid and young, I could understand people feeling a certain way about Skylar. But for people to still feel that way in 2024... Grow the fuck up. Exactly. Grow the fuck up. She has not been wrong about much of anything. The only thing she was wrong about was something that comes up later. No, I mean, I think in general, in general, just Ted. Yeah. That's in general, thing. though, even with Ted, I would still say she's batting 65 
on base percentage, whatever the fuck they call it in baseball. I don't know fuck baseball. <laughs> what the hell are you talking about? I don't know. I don't fucking like baseball. Shit's boring. <laughs> she has like a 650 on base percentage with runners on the rhino. Runners in scoring position and risk. Everything's a fucking acronym now in baseball. I'm not gonna let you disrespect baseball. You should. Uh, you really I, should. I ain't got no love for baseball. I will not stop disrespecting baseball. I'm not gonna, the I'm two not worst words in sports history is a pitcher's duel. Baseball is because that shit. means the game's gonna go into the 14th inning, and 14 innings takes like five hours. Not anymore. They changed the rules. Baseball last year was lit. Oh, what was the rule change? That there's no more pitchers' duels? They start pitching underhand? No, that they they added a whole bunch of shit like uh, you have a timer in between pitches. Like you can't just get off the mound, walk around, spin right. your hands, wipe your head. Like it's a timer. As soon as you pitch, the timer starts. And then the batter only can step out of the box one time during their bat. So if you watch before, they were swinging. They step out of the box, fix their head. Go like this, take a couple practice swings to get back. You can't do that anymore. You pitch, and then you're right back in, and the next pitch is coming, and then the next pitch is coming. And so the, the games were, like, on average, like 40 minutes faster last year. You know what before. I realized listening to you? Niggas from Baltimore are the ones who like baseball because y'all didn't have like nothing baseball. else for so long in your life. You y'all mean? didn't have the Ravens until, like, what? 98? 96. So for the first 16 years of my life, there would have been nothing in my area but baseball. No, they used to have the Baltimore Colts. Yeah, they had the Colts. and then Yeah, but the Colts left in like 81. 84. They left in 84. So that's a 12-year gap where you had nothing but baseball. Have you you ever seen that documentary? It's one of the early 30 for 30s about the the marching band. The Colts marching band? Yeah, the Colts band. Yeah. What happened and to them? They they got wind that everything was going on, so they kind of snuck in the building and grabbed all of their shit. And, <laughs> and, and, and after after the Colts left, they were still doing parades and shit as the Colts band. And the first year of the Ravens, they let them wear their Colts stuff and they say, like, after the first year, y'all need to be the Ravens band. But like, yeah, but like they got wind of what was going on and they snuck in and took all their shit. They took all the uniforms and also, grabbed, grabbed whatever they could. You got to remember, Rashani, that up until 1994, when they had the strike, baseball was the number one sport in America. Then yeah, when they had the strike. It, people started moving away from baseball. They came back in '98 with the with the home run, and the home yeah. run race, and from like '98 to '02 with Bonds and Sosa and all them, a bunch of people came back. And then after steroids, a bunch of people left. Chicks dig the long ball, man. But baseball's the shit. No, it's not. It baseball is shitty, sport, and it used to be a very black sport. It used to it's be. Not, it's not black anymore because black people stop playing. Because it's but boring. The problem but with baseball it used to be is, a black sport. The problem with baseball is real simple. Um, baseball typically comes into your life between fathers and sons. And baseball is the one sport that's about way more than what's actually happening on the field. You got all of this history, you got all of these uh, things around it. Like, so you need to understand a lot more than what's directly in front of you. Unlike the, uh, unlike the other sports, the other sports is about what's happening in front of you. Baseball is about everything. And like I said, it's usually passed down from father to son, and a lot of us don't have our fathers around. Baseball, get back into it. It's excellent. Yeah, okay. So, Marie sleep, and, and Hank has uh, already finished watching the porn with the volume down. Actually, well, my dad was actually really good at baseball, so that's part of it. My dad mm-hmm. got drafted by the Pittsburgh Pirates. Oh, that's what's up. Out of high school. But when baseball, you have the option, right? If you get drafted out of high school, you can still go to college. But yes. if you go to college, you have to stay three years. Uh, 
one, so you one, can't... Of my, one of my classmates got drafted the year that we graduated by the Florida Marlins after no it was the Florida Marlins at first right after the after they won I think when yeah, when did Florida they Marlins. yeah um so it was it was around the time when they won and he got drafted right after that he went to college never really turned into anything but he had a 95 fastball in in high school yeah, my dad went to an HBCU, and then they got rid of the baseball program, and he just didn't play anymore. Yeah, now HBCU programs have golf programs and lacrosse. Shout out to um, shout out to Howard's golf program, sponsored by Steph Curry, who is actually one of the top I golf just, programs I, in the, I just, in the country. I just have one more sentence. What is the sentence? Thank you. You don't got shit to do anyway. How do you know, sir? Huh? How do you know? I just think it's funny. So Hank is sitting up. He just got done watching porn with the volume off, which completely defeats the purpose. Marie's sleep. Now that he's done, what is he thinking? He's thinking he wants to read a book. There's nothing around. And he can't look at his rocks. They're too far away. So he read uses his tongs. Read a he's, motherfucking book. And so he he looks over at Gail's notebook and picks it up, and he starts to read it. But you know what he did? This is what happened. This is what really happened there. You know, like when somebody makes something, and you're like, are you hungry? And you're like, nah, I'm not hungry. All right, I'm gonna sit this right here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the more the more you kind of side eye it, you're like, maybe I am hungry. How mm-hmm. long did Jesse have after he killed? Gail before homie showed up. You know, you mean when he went into hiding and everything? No. From the time he killed Gail till the dude that till Vic till Victor girl. showed up? Yeah. I I do not know. Honestly. I do not know. Um what I do know is Joe contacted me. And let me know that the guy who played Victor is indigenous, is an indigenous American. Told you. Yeah, you I did. said that. I said yeah, that. you did. I, no, I said that. Sure. Okay. Everybody did. Whatever. Um, and Joe has a picture with him. His name is uh, Jeremiah Basui. And he was in, in addition to everything else, he was also in Natural Born Killers as a kid speaking Navajo. I literally said this. Um, sh- 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 I got to read it because Joe sent it. Be quiet. Okay. But I mean, we went through it. Joe stealing No, Joe's got a picture with the dude. Yeah, but like. Tippa, tippa, tippa. I'm going to go Cat Williams on Joe. Like, fuck. Still his jokes. Yeah, how you feel, Scar? You saw about me stealing uh, such the entertainer's jokes. Turns out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Turns out, turns out it won't hear us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, Brandon, you got anything coming up? I don't know why I asked y'all this. It's, it's like such a future-based thing. Scar does. Scar, what you got? I'm still out here slinging these candles, bro. Uh, did, uh, I had it a, melts. Don't forget yeah. the melts. And I, and I had to and I had to like I had to get on my grind because I lost my job early December. So, um, you know, trying to see what I can do. Did you look yeah. under the couch? No, but I lost my job early December. You and, didn't. And what I about got, what I got, about? I got a new job. I got underneath your car seats. I got a new job. Let finish. Later. And yeah, that's what I'm talking about. I, I got a new job a week later, and it started on the second. And this first week has been chaotic because, of course, it's rent week. Um, I work at I work at an apartment complex now, um, so it's rent week, and I've had to do a lot of uh, people getting new parking passes for the new year. I've had I've, I'm pretty much a master at parking passes right now. Um, I haven't really gotten into the renting. Uh, apartments they get because I'm dealing with so many parking passes. You don't want to move there so you can get the discount? Um, 
it's an idea, but it's an old property uh, that yeah. has that has a lot of uh, has a lot of internal issues. Um, you know, because it was it was made in like 67, 60, 68. 1967? Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, the, the property was made there. But it is a huge property. It's like six six hundred, it's over six hundred units. So it it's 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 been interesting for the first week. Is it a lot of units or is it a big unit? Randy Johnson. Yeah, that was my that was when I liked baseball. When my Mariners went to the playoffs with the record breaking season and then got beat by the Yankees. That was around the time. I think I stopped watching baseball. The last baseball game I watched was right after 9-11 when the Yankees and the Diamondbacks were playing. And everybody thought the Yankees were going to win because they needed yeah, that, that lift after 9-11. Hmm? That, was, that was a great World Series. Luis it, was. it was. It was. Luis Gonzalez. Yeah, I remember that. I only cared, I only cared during the steroid era. You know, Derek Jeter's, um, Derek Jeter's version of The Last Dance was not bad at all. It's just Derek Jeter himself <clears throat> is not very interesting. Well, he's definitely not Michael Jordan. He's not, just in general, like he is just not very interesting. So I don't even know if I would have watched that shit. Like he ain't he, no he, wacky D. Yeah, he's he's definitely no wacky D. He can't dance like wacky D. Wacky D. <laughs> what wacky D? Wacky D is in the house. Wacky D is in the house. Wacky D. Did I mention that I can't dance? <laughs> when I was growing up, nobody I knew liked or watched that movie or knew about that movie except me. And it was like my favorite movie. Well, when you were growing up, the internet wasn't around. That's literally the conversation that we all keep having. When I was growing up, I thought I was the only one who watched Fear of a Black Hat. I never heard of Fear of But if Twitter was around, I would have known, okay, hell the niggas are thinking this shit is hilarious. Fear of I, a Black Hat only works if you know the things that they're making fun of. If you don't know the things that they're making fun of, the music history that they're making fun of, it doesn't work. It still works. So like so like so like young people, Fear of a Black Hat does not work for someone young. It still works. I'm telling you, it doesn't. Cool. Who what young person did you watch it with? Uh huh. Yeah, I agree. I it won't work with a young person because because uh, spoof movies, movies that like uh, what do you call them? Not spoof, but um, parodies. Parodies. Mm. Parodies only work if you understand what they're parody parodying. No, I don't. I don't. I don't take that because if I listen to if weird the humor, Jankovic eat it. If I listen to eat it. And I've, never, I've heard never heard of beat it. What does that mean to me? But yes, but what I'm saying is. If you wrote it well and the comedy is solid, no matter what, the comedy is solid. But the comedy is the, the comedy is, is based a, is a parody. Of, yeah, I get that. Fun of a thing that is the comedy. But look, the thing is, for me, CB4 was a much more streamlined by the book parody than fear of a black hat was fear of a black hat was just a straight up comedy but but see here's the difference between them um cb4 was purely a nwa spoof and fear of a black hat did all kinds of stuff did, did nwa they did um you know like um uh cnc music factory they did like you know what i mean they did so many different things it's it's before was just a really a spoof on hip hop, like black, like gangster rap. Yeah, but I mean it was mostly just NWA, but if you've like, never yeah. watched any of those black 90s movies, d- does does Don't Be a Menace hit? I don't think it hits. No. You probably just think it's stupid. Yep. <laughs> it's kind of like it's kind of like what we, it's kind of like what we as kids thought about airplane. I just thought, I thought airplane, airplane was racist. I thought airplane was hilarious. Yeah, that part about the woman speaking. First of all, mm, I wonder how many people used to get mad in the seventies when they said the way black folks were talking wasn't even English. 
It was Jive. What the fuck is Jive? Which Jive is not how black people talk, but Jive is a certain way of talking. Jive was the 70s version of AAVE. What's AAVE? African American Vernacular English. It's ebonics. The new, it's the new term for Ebonics. Mm-hmm. Oh really? Jive was Ebonics it. in the seventies. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it, that, that what he just said is the new the new way that they 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 won't say Ebonics anymore. They no, say Jive that. is if you go on YouTube and look up the and you look up the vignette of uh, one man gang becoming Hakeem the African Dream. <laughs> that is Jive. Oh shit, that nigga. Someone asked, and we, I was watching someone play a game, and they um, um, they picked up a nightstick, and they were like, "Why is this called a nightstick?" And they was like, "I've never heard of a nightstick until the Big Boss Man." Yeah, that's true. Me either. Never heard it called a nightstick. What, what was it called? Big Boss, Big Boss Man. It was just a baton before then. Oh. But it, it, but like people were, tra- they were, they were in the chat, uh, trying to figure out where did the term nightstick come from. But the the only thing we could think of is we never heard of it until the big boss man. Hmm. The radio is all yours now, and keep an eye on that number three engine gauge over there. It's running a little hot. Striker, before we start, I'd like to say something. I know that right now things must look pretty rough up there. But if you do what I... Mm-hmm. Can I get you something? Chimofo, butter lamb into the bone. Jack me up. Tight me. I'm sorry, I don't understand. Cuddy say can't hang. Oh, stewardess, I speak jive. Oh, good. He said that he's in great pain and he wants to know if you can help him. All right. Would you tell him to just relax, and I'll be back as soon as I can with some medicine. <laughs> just hang loose, blood. She's going to catch up on the rebound on the med side. What it is, big mama? My mama raised no dummies. I duck her rap. Cut me some slack, Jack. It's it's a a cutting Chomp the one to help. Chomp don't get the help. Jive ass dude don't got no brains in it. That's that's how that's how like when a group of people from New Orleans talk. That <laughs> <laughs> he literally said that that was a different language. I mean, that sounds like New Orleans to kind me. Of. It sounds very much like New Orleans to me, and I know I forget. I would somebody. Do you understand Boomhauer? Because I don't understand Boomhauer. Did sure anybody understand Boomhauer? I'm sure there's some white people somewhere that understands Boomhauer. I mean, even the even his friends, did they understand what the fuck he was saying? Have you ever been to Louisiana, not black New Orleans, but like talk to a Cajun person? No, remember, I was Louisiana, telling you, Louisiana? when I went to Louisiana, everybody spoke regular and I was very put out. The, the, but that's the that was the whole catch of that, that character from The Waterboy. Uh, uh, yeah. Oh, by the way, Rashani, did you ever see that? Have you ever seen that vignette with the one man gang? No. We have to watch that and before we end this episode. It's you like know, three minutes. Also, also, a long time ago, ladies and gentlemen, and I hope y'all go back and listen to old episodes. By the way, fellas, um, Cocaine Cougars was not nearly as bad as we thought it was because we spent a lot of time there that talking about true. other shit. But um, a long time ago, we watched Ray J talking to the Breakfast Club and we oh, were supposed to watch excellent. the... We were supposed to watch the follow-up of Fabulous calling in to give his side of the story, and we never did. Um, I saw an interview. Uh, Angela Yee was on Math Hoffa's uh, My Expert Opinion, and she said that that interview, because it went viral, it made The Breakfast Club. The Breakfast Club was not nearly as big before that interview. I believe it. Check the chat, Rashani. Yeah, I see it. And share your screen. You have to see this. This is a perfect encapsulation. Uh, okay. Uh, hold on one second, then. <laughs> <laughs> 
I will share my screen. Ladies and gentlemen, this is another thing that I fucking hate that we do when we watch something that you can't fucking see instead of just doing it off the air. But hey. No, we'll commentate on it. Oh, wow. I haven't seen ads in a long time. Me either. Where's your sound, Rashani? Oh, right. Sorry. I forgot about that part. (laughs) Now the people can't hear it and we can't hear it. Nobody can hear it. If I can't hear it, no one can. You motherfuckers. Um, Optimize for video clip. Yeah, I forget about that because I always have it on that other one that just shares the audio. Okay, get the fuck out of my way, YouTube premium. Darkest Africa. Thanks. Uh, this, this ain't it. This He's ain't it. Some big surprise. Some new talent that'll be operating. So Mean Gene is in the mean streets Second somewhere. Is deep. He's in these streets. Here comes, here comes Slick. There goes Slick. I'm glad I found you, pal. I can't believe I'm starting to get scared here. I think it's so black. black. You can't see him at all. No, brother. What is it, cousin? Now, home. Listen, this may not be deep, dark Africa, but now you know the slickster never disappoints. Now, I may not have carried you to Africa, <laughs> but I'm going to bring Africa to you. How, how so, Slick? How can you bring Africa to us? Listen, brother, tonight, a startling transformation is about to take place. A startling transformation? <laughs> Brother, it's going to be one that's going to rock the world of professional wrestling. It's going to shake it right off its very foundation. Brother! That's right, and guess what? Look at that Jerry girl peeking out. Ooh. Your basic, uh... Is that a radio tape recorder? That's, that's it. Brother, it's time... For it to start right now, let the ceremony be. <laughs> oh, what is this? It's here all alone, and now all of a sudden, this nigga doing an African dance holding a ghetto blaster. In the streets. Look at him. This is the most racist thing ever. Around a ghetto bonfire. (laughs) (laughs) These niggas who are supposed to be from Africa have afros. The worst wigs. Worse than Tyler Perry wigs. I'm telling you that tonight there's going to be a transformation that's going to take place. Wait a minute. You've been beating around a bush slick. What kind of a transformation? What are you talking about, man? Man, I'm telling you, homie. I cannot believe they put this on TV in 1988. I can. They didn't give a fuck. Yeah, um, keep everybody in suspense. Make it happen. Your boy was plenty racist with a lot of these angles. Look, here he comes. Behold, a king. <laughs> Look at this nigga doing Why is the. He walking like that. He's walking like I was born a young black boy. That's George Jefferson. I recognize this man as the one man gang. No, 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 no. <laughs> the look on his face is just so fucking racist. one man gang again. Wait a minute, one man gang. Point again, bitch. Didn't you hear me, thick-headed fool? From now on, I will be known as Akeem. I'm reborn tonight. The greatest night in history. I know better. Listen, man, Chrome Dome. Didn't you hear what the big man? Look how he's walking, bro. This is the greatest night in wrestling history. I told That's how he used to walk to the ring after he became my key. I would stick my foot out and trip his ass. For this man, Akeem. Akeem, brother, has been reborn. He's seen the light, and now he has a new intensity. He's gonna soar up to the top of the ladder. I got a new and He's gonna rise to the top. The new intensity has been revitalized. You fish-eyed fool. Has he ever talked? But he's a new man now. Man, I'm a new man, Mean Gene Okerland. You understand what's going down tonight? You don't really understand the impact this is going to have on professional wrestling, do you, brother? I I really don't. I I don't know if I want to get into the... It's time to go, bro. Akeem and Slick are checking out. That was his theme music, too. 
I'll tell you what. It's incredible here. It's been... I hate everything. What an exciting me. visit. Kind <laughs> of a cool evening. And I want to Everybody, please go out your way, listeners, to watch this. It's the greatest neighborhood, so to speak. Racism of all time. I really appreciate it. What about the transformation of. I am almost 100% certain that all them people who were are dressed up face. are in black blackface. Exactly. I, I, just, I just thought of that. Because when they showed, because at first they didn't show them up close. And then when they showed up close, it was like, are they in blackface? They in blackface. So apparently they went to uh, Newark to shoot that, I think. Uh, they actually did go somewhere out of Bronx, somewhere. They went somewhere like actually in the hood to shoot that at uh-huh. nighttime. And apparently the gene was scared as fuck <laughs> to be out there at nighttime. I mean, to be fair, it is fucking Newark. I mean, yeah, Newark in nineteen eighty nine. Huh? Ain't Whitney Houston from Newark. Exactly. <laughs> So, nine one six six three three one five three seven. You can send an email to return to Oswald at gmail dot com, um, or to Blood Meth and Tears at gmail dot com. Scar's on Twitter at Scarfinger. Brandon's on Twitter at that cool black nerd. Black is spelled B L K. I'm on Twitter at Ratchet Book Club. Um, you can leave a review for the show on Spotify. It takes 13 seconds. You can copy and paste that into the Good Pods app and then copy and paste that into the Apple Podcast app. You can donate to the show at patreon.com slash single simulcast, or you can go to buymeacoffee.com slash sscast. You can buy us a drink. Or you can go to the Good Pods app and leave a tip in the tip jar. And the end, just a tip. Thank y'all so much for listening. We greatly do appreciate it. I hope you see what we throwing down right now, brother. Like the nigga wasn't even moving, but his fingers still point behind him. That hook finger movement was, yeah, I don't know. That's the, that's the black shit, boy. You, boy. See, no, but that's what he Rashani, but he, never, I don't know if you know this, Scar, but Rashani's never seen any black exploitation movies except the two that I made him watch. Which were coffee and uh, one with Isaac Hayes truck something truck Turner. He's oh, never he seen did, black exploitation movies. He did watch Sonny Carson, right? Yeah, I did. I did. That you know what Sonny Carson felt like it was all improvised. <laughs> yes, it did. <laughs> and they just had some real gang members out there talking. His they whole talk- style, chump. They were talking over each other and everything. Like they, they, they were those were not actors. And you know the best thing that came out of Sonny Carson was Iron I Man. Mean, yep. One hundred percent. Thank y'all so much for listening. We greatly appreciate it. Y'all be good. We're gonna holler at you later. Peace. Peace out.